Welcome to Rapids Rant, a RapidsRant.com production, hosted by two guys who know next to nothing about soccer, Don Pablo and Camberto, with other Rapids Rant team members, occasional guests talking all things soccer, and whatever else Don wants to talk about in a mildly entertaining way. Now, let's talk the beautiful game and the eternal struggle of lifting silverware with Rapids Rant. Rapids Rant. And welcome to Rapids Rant. It's week 31. I would say the most dramatic Rapids win on the season on the road. And here we are, Rapids Rant. Rapids down a man, and they come back to win at Minnesota United 3-1. to one. Probably the best game we'll watch all season. I'm Don Pablo, as always, joined by Kev Berto. How are you, Kev Berto? I'm doing great, Don. Thank you for yes. uh, being, for sharing microphones with me one more week. And what a comeback. What a game. I mean, it, I, I agree with the fact that it, it is probably going to be the best game of the season. Um, uh, you know, down a man, uh, down a goal. And we Minnesota just likes to give it up to us. I don't know. Obviously, in the best in the best sense of the of the term, so they just like to give us those kind of games, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right, Kiberto. Exactly. And this is Rapid Rant for those people that don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> this is the Rapids Rant, and we're not going to rant like Phil Neville ranted against the referees, but. We are going to rant about the Colorado Rapids coming back in Minnesota and sweeping the season series. Three wins, zero losses, zero ties against uh, Minnesota United FC, uh, or some people still call them the Loons. Uh, they got like four nicknames, Kibeto. They have the opposite of Salt Lake. And by the way, it's Salt Lake Week here on Rapids Rant. Let's not forget. We just want to put that out there first. We're going to talk about Salt Lake in a little bit, but we're still... We haven't gotten over this Minnesota uh, United FC Loons win. It was, you can see their coach, like he, he pulled hair out of his head. Like he was like, what are we doing? How are we, how are the Rapids attacking us so much faster when they were a man down on a mostly deserved red card? How do you feel about that red card, Kibeto? Better than last week, like actually a little more deserved. Okay. I'm going to say something that is going to go very unpopular here. And and bear with me. So how do I feel? How does Kevberto? And sorry about speaking in third person. How does Kevberto feel about this uh, Danny Wilson red card? Mm-hmm. Well, he did what he was supposed to do. He did what yeah. he was supposed to do on in the early games. Remember, I called them out like way before on those mistakes that he got shouldered off by a shorter, yep. smaller guy. He yes. did what yes. he was supposed to do, and. You know, he might have won the game for us by making that decision. So, like I, I said. I appreciate that viewpoint, Kibeto, because uh, I think you're right. Like, if the Raptors go down 2 0 there, but we have all our players, is it going to be, are we still going to have this momentous comeback? Or, like, we actually played down. Like, we played a little better. And, and this is probably unpopular, too. We played better when we were man down because we, we knew we had to attack more. And it's like, I don't know. It's like either, it's going slow versus. Like counter attacks, like other rapids better on counter attack. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't know. I'm gonna make two two references, two uh, national team references. Do you remember in 2010 when in the semifinal when Ghana played against Uruguay, and I think it was the semifinal or the quarterfinal. It was a, yeah, so, it was the semif- it, it, it was the quarterfinal to get to yeah, the last four. Yeah. So then Luis Suarez, he. Uh, he got a red card, obviously with an intentional like handball. Yeah, it and... was about to. He was like on the goal line, right? He yes. was on the goal line, and he just put his hand up, and there was a penalty. He got a red yes. card. Yes, and he won the game for Uruguay that that game that year. And then uh, another reference that applies the, to this game. The the goalie stopped the penalty, and then. Yeah. Uh, they won Argentina or not Argentina uh, Uruguay yeah they Uruguay went to penalties won. and then uh, they won in penalties so uh, like being 10 men you know or with 10 men and then I'll give you another reference back in 1999 I don't know if you know this Don but 
Mexico beat Brazil for the Confederations Cup, and I'm not trying to rub it in the face in your face. The, <laughs> the reason why I bring this up is because so this makes sense. So there's the the coach for Mexico back in the day, Manuel La Puente. He said in interviews prior to the game, uh, how because uh, they asked him, how do you expect to beat Brazil that that year? They had Romario, they had Ronaldo, the yeah, original, the phenom, old, old school Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah Cafu. Yeah. They had Roberto Carlos, Dida. Anyway, you know. So they asked him, how do you expect to beat this team of stars? And then he said, well, you know what? Brazil likes to attack, and what's the what's the uh, weakness to attack? Other attack. Or, or more attack. So what did Mexico do? They attacked the whole game. They gave up three goals, but scored four. And they beat Brazil. So what did we do here? We attacked instead of uh, setting back or parking the bus. And I, I don't know. I just think that it worked for us. And I appreciate Robin Frazier for doing that. I, I agree. And it's more like, and if you want to uh, extrapolate that out to the whole match, it's like people... They kind of they they prepare us by our you know our slow build up play. They're not prepared for us for our fast counter attack play. And man, the last couple of weeks of fast counter attack play were the best soccer that the Rapids uh, you know were <laughs> were doing right. So right. yes, uh, the two matches ago we lost obviously to Seattle down a man. Estevez, you got that card rescinded, but so did Reynoso and Reynoso. Uh, Manuel Renoso actually played pretty well. He got an assist uh, last weekend, but we we stopped him mostly. Uh, he had a couple of shots, but they were from outside the box, and they just missed. And no, that uh, guy has a, he has a dangerous left foot, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad we're done playing against them. Honestly, yeah. But well, actually, Kiberto, so they're in the, they're in the, a playoff chase, and they're one of the teams. Uh, depending on how the season goes, they could be coming back to Dick Sporting Goods Park. Uh, first, the first week of the playoffs to, uh, uh, you know, re- visiting the Rapids. Hopefully, if things, if results hold where we are, we still have, let me see, one, two, three, six matches left in the season. So, and by the way, Rapids are caught up on games with everybody. So everybody has six matches left in the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's now the sprint to the finish where we, we've had the marathon. Uh, we have six more matches left in uh, this week we only have one match, but starting next week we have two, uh, and then the week after we have two, and then and then the last week of the season uh, we play LAFC just on the Saturday on Decision Day, <laughs> which I'm excited <laughs> for because uh, yeah, the, all the games there's going to be a bunch of games on national TV that weekend, That's so uh, it's going to be awesome. But yeah, I, I I saw this and it was man, I was just watching the build up, watching the build up, watching the build up in this game. And the Rapids, like, man, we couldn't, like, everybody, I, I don't know, it's weird because it's like, uh, it's like I said, it's like a pickup game, you know, watching, sometimes it's like a pickup game and you're just waiting for guys to, like, just take their shot, just like, oh, it's your turn, take your one, take your one. Right. And, and when we were down a man, and we changed it to the, you know, going forward, going forward, going forward um, after Danielson, excuse me, got that red card, and it, and obviously uh, Lalas Abubakar came in, and Michael Barrios came in, and, and we did a four four subs at one time, and we'll get to that in a second. But it's just like, man, Michael Barrios off the bench looked pretty good. Jonathan Lewis to start, Michael Barrios off the bench, and he got a goal and an assist, and uh, right. maybe I like that a little better. But I, I mean, Michael Barrios should start because he's earned that, and he has the lead of goals on the team. Right. Uh, so. Uh- but I don't know. I don't know, Quebec. Like, we're playing Salt Lake this weekend. Uh, should we be? Like, obviously, we beat them the last time we played them, and we lost to them pretty badly in Salt Lake the first time we played them. Right. Uh, what, what, which way should we go this weekend? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. We have a lot. Uh, uh, the World Cup people should be back. Right. What I mean, we, yeah. I mean, we should have a full squad. But uh, to be honest, I am very confident. Uh, um, and I don't want to. You know, I don't believe in luck and stuff like that, but I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, you're not uh, you know, you're just um, a little stitches. Little stitches, yeah. Uh, so, I stole your tagline. I stole your tagline. Sorry about that. It's okay. That's funny. It wasn't mine anyway. But I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be good because um, it has been good. Even I don't know if you noticed, but these guys that are not being called up to national teams, 
they're taking advantage of these opportunities. So, I mean, at some point, we do have to ask ourselves, yes, when do we need Acosta and K? Um, you know, yeah. like, do we have to play them this game? Or can they rest for the games or the moments when they need to come in and, you know, show up? So I think we're at a point, to, uh, and, and it's a really good thing, where our starters are is actually pretty much the whole squad, except, mm -hmm. you know, um, some of the guys that are just closers like Drew Moore, which, by the way, congratulations on the 400th game of your professional Four. career. 100, he won the title with us. He won the title with Toronto FC. Right. But let's he's more of a, of a us. And I hope uh, we're gonna we put Pablo Mastroeni's number up uh, on the stadium. They're gonna put it on the stadium somewhere, and I hope people can take pictures of that with the number 25. And I think that maybe Drew Moore might be headed that way too. And and uh, yeah, I hope so. So. To, so to my homie Andres Mas, Drew Moore. Congratulations, and I hope yeah. that uh, here's to uh, many more uh, in with the Rapids, or or hope that you, yeah, I don't know, you enjoy living for the rest of your life here in Colorado. Anyway, uh, yeah, so. I think his wife is from here, so hopefully he oh. sticks around, you know, and maybe gets the. I think he has two boys. I saw in those, and maybe yeah. they can be in the Rapids Academy and come up and. You yeah, know, you never know what he wants to do. Does he want to be a well, coach? Does he well, want to I don't. I, I don't know if you remember in 2020 when the pandemic hit. Um, he was actually going to be one of the coaches because uh, some of the coaching staff staff had COVID, oh. and so yeah. uh, there was that. You know, and so that's why they had to cancel. Anyway, the point is that, well, um, you know, so we're at that point, uh, back to what I was saying, that we can say that ev almost every single teammate on the team is uh, uh, a starting lineup potential, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I will say this, Kiberto, uh, we normally and Diego Rubio have kind of been a team. They've been subbed in together a couple times, yeah. and they get some – they get the, like, two-man game going, and they get some chances. Uh, I like watching them. Obviously, this time uh, they started this week, this past weekend, and maybe it didn't work out for them. They, they were out and, you know, obviously the red card and then everything else that happened. But uh, I, I like Namli. I like his pace. And him and Diego Rubio, they seem to have something going. So I hope yeah. that, uh, and, you know, this, this next couple of weeks, uh, not this week, we only have one match against Salt Lake on Saturday night. But uh, and we might see them starting again, and right. maybe they'll give us something because we got to play. Next week is a Cascadia week. we got to play Portland and Seattle, and Portland's been on a tear. Seattle's mm -hmm. kind of regained their form a little bit, so right. uh, you know that, that's going to be a hard week uh, next week, and uh, I'll say that. And then I, go ahead. I think I agree with from what you said about um, Namli and Rubio. Um, I think we're we're already starting getting ready for the playoffs, and just yeah. like I mentioned, we're uh, rotating the team has been something good. Also, the different uh, lineups. I'm going to mention this later on, but. Um, you know, being used to not just seeing an A or a B team because they're both pretty much the A team. I yeah. mean, we've seen the quote-unquote B team go unbeaten in the whole month of August, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's been really good. Obviously, yes, uh, we're liking this taste of a winning season, we can call it that. Um, and obviously mm -hmm. the sky falls every single time we don't start we, we don't get results <laughs> but it's a part of this roller coaster that we've we've chosen to get on so yes, that's true so, rapids so, fandom is yeah. unlike any other and if we remember a couple <laughs> years ago when we were toiling away you know and having the least amount of points that we've ever had in a season to be playing games that matter in mid-october Right. And there's going to be games that matter in November the way we're going right now. So, uh, mm -hmm. like you had said earlier, uh, we think that uh, we did the math. Kibeto did some math. Don't tell anybody. I checked my work. <laughs> uh, and it seems to me if Kansas City loses uh, to San Jose this weekend and the Rapids no, win. No, to, to the Whitecaps. I'm sorry, sorry to Vancouver. The my fault. Vancouver. That's what, oh, by the way, that's a matchup to watch, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Kansas City uh, goes to Vancouver. If they lose and the Rapids win, I think the Rapids. We think the Rapids clinch a playoff spot, and uh, yeah, so that'll be that'll be that. That'll be one goal completed for the season, and then it can happen as soon as this Saturday in the in the last Rocky Mountain Cup, the Rocky Mountain Cup rubber match right. in Salt Lake Saturday night. If the Rapids can win their first uh, piece of silverware 
in the Rocky Mountain, uh, no, excuse me, Mountain Time Zone, the Rocky Mountain Cup. Uh, yeah, so that's happening this Saturday. But uh, yeah, Kiberto, the Rapids bounced back after the loss in Seattle, although it did, they didn't kick in until about the 63rd minute when they made all those changes right. from the red card. <laughs> and man, the Rapids attack, and it's kind of, it, it went down. Was it? I think it was actually to Minnesota uh, earlier in the season. That's what started the big yeah. uh, unbeaten Run. streak. Yeah. They were, yep. yeah, they were losing two to zero, and then they came back and won. I think it was three to two that match. Yep. And Danny Wilson got more, that that yeah. winner, that the late yeah. winner. Yeah, Danny Wilson, speak of the devil. Although, and, <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for bringing that up because he also uh, he also cleared a ball off the line that was going to be a goal. I think it was that match. It could have been the one before. So, all, but Danny Wilson, hate. they just took, like uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link. You know what I'm saying, Kibeto? That was the <laughs> that was a saying that they used to tell me all the time. And then that TV show ruined it because the lady was like, "You are the weakest link to buy," and then they would fall through the floor. All and right. be like, "Why are people falling through the floor?" Although, although, huh. I mean, I'd want to be on the game show just to fall through the floor one time. Like that'd be fun. I mean, hope <laughs> I don't know where the people went. I hope it wasn't like really Wonka Chocolate Factory where you know you, you'd be dead. I'm not sure where they those people. They just disappeared. That, that might have like, been hey. the first the first version of Squid Games right there, man. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like yeah, where did those people go? They just disappeared. Did they just roll them out to like the medical bay in the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Like, and by the way, Willy Wonka is not in charge anymore because Charlie is now in charge, and his grandpa, who was miraculously saved, like, right? Yeah. Are we gonna have to deal with these people now? Like, what is happening? There, there was never any explanation. But I guess we'll just some things are better left uh, unsaid. Yeah, we won't go into the whole yeah, right? like you know like the can of worms of the Charlie yeah. and the chocolate factory. Like, Charlie's origin story, like these people are coming back because they're mad that she turned into a blueberry and Willy Wonka just like set her free. Like we don't know exactly know what I, happened to. I, I want to point something out. I, I want to know, and and yeah. I just want to leave this question there unanswered. Probably, why his grandpa hasn't walked for was it like twenty years? Yeah, and he was what like sixty years old, seventy years old. So that he still had at least ten good years to work. Yeah, why is he? Anyway, that's it. That's, that's just the question. He's out there dancing. And I that's bet right. you those other people got out of bed, too. <laughs> when they realize that Charlie is like a multi-billionaire of a, owner of a candy corporation, I think right. they made it out of bed a little bit. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they left a lot of questions unanswered. And I didn't know right. we were going to be going there. We didn't have anything Me about either. Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in the outline today. But... <laughs> But let I'm me tell saying, you, we, yeah. We need, if there was an origin story, like like um, Marvel Cinematic Universe origin stories of all these people before they get, by the way, I can't keep track of all that. No offense to anybody. But I just need to know, like, let's have Willy Wonka's origin story. Like, we right. get dark. Like, you know how all the all the all the comic book movies were, you know, all lighthearted and nice and like, yeah, there'd be some hurting. Like the penguin would come up on Michael Keaton and do something to. Him. It was like the origin stories that Christopher Nolan started doing Batman. That kind of kicked off the whole situation. I need a dark, like Willy Wonka origin story. I thought that then... they made a, a, they remade that, and they there was a part where they, his uh, Willy Wonka's dad was a dentist or something like that. Anyway, Johnny Depp. Uh, oh no, yeah, it's Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't yeah. watch those. I'm a Gene Wilder, anyway. uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> like, but I'm not a traditionalist in most senses, right. but I'm a Willy Wonka traditionalist. Like, I like my Gene Wilder, and I couldn't even tell you the rest of the people. But anyway, but but anyway, so but I just want to bring something up real quick. Um, uh, kind of segueing into uh, using this analogy of you know how in the Willy Wonka or Charlie in the Factory in the Chocolate Factory yeah. the kids w walked in there and they were amazed I want to say that and I don't know if you felt this way Don but um, obviously last Friday there was the uh, Colorado Rapids hosted the Media Cup and yes. that's how yes. I felt I felt amazed mm. play being able to walk on the field and kick a ball not just for the 4th of July fireworks but yeah I was amazed I was uh, and, and thank you to the Colorado Rapids for doing this and inviting us I think that it was something it was it was a dream come true for me um, at least and uh, it was very enjoyable we met some nice colleagues uh, we uh, caught up a little bit with some old other ones and um, I think yeah. that it was it was a very good experience. What do you think, Don? Uh, yeah, Kiberto, just to get on the field with the soccer ball and, you know, not 500 people, uh, you know, and we're <laughs> running around and we're shooting on the goal. And I, 
I didn't want to like do saves because my knee hurt and uh, I just yeah. And I feel I realized they they hit the jewelry for me because they're like this guy's don't don't want to get sued. They make you sign it and don't sue us. And I'm like okay. Well, yeah. I'm not doing that. I won't sue you. I just want to get on the field and kick the ball around, and yeah. and uh, I will give you a tip of the hat, Kibeto, because you were you had a rocket. You had a rocket shot, and it was a goal, <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. Thanks. And it eventually, it was like a, the game tying goal. Like you were right there, and and uh, Burgundy team started off really well, and then and then white team, cream team, they came back, and it was it was rough. And eventually, the penalties and. Ah, it was a rough one. It was, everybody went right, by the way. Every single person went right. I was waiting for somebody to go left. Nobody right. went left. Everybody went right, which is fine. But I was just like, if I was the coach in there, coaching the coaches, I'd be like, hey, man, somebody's got to go left because this guy is going right. Every single person has gone right. That's what I'm so, saying. Uh, just something to look out for next time. I should have texted you, but uh, I had your phone. But, but I didn't want to yell that. I didn't want to you yell it across the field. You should have. It's okay. Um, I just want to say that it was a pleasure uh, playing in the back. I played center back with uh, Omar. Omar, uh, I was going to say Gonzalez, but uh, Omar, <laughs> for the PR guy from uh, Rapids, I playing with uh, Andrew Viegas, at reporter Andrew, with uh, Chris Bianchi, uh, Chris Sharp. Uh, you know, yeah, on dude, the same Sharp team. Was on, Sharpie was on your team. Heck and of a guy. So, that guy's cool, yes. man. That guy's cool. Yeah, yeah, He's so, as cool as you think he is by looking at him, for sure. Anyway. And, and, <laughs> and I want to and I want to give props to. Um, I'm sorry if I butcher your name, uh, but he had the better. I think he had the goal also of the game. Uh, Boniface, Boniface. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Boniface. Uh, he scored the tying goal at the at the very end. Towards the end, he sent the game to penalties. So a curler from the top left into the top left of the goalkeeper. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. better than mine, but um, I thought you're you're the guy who didn't ever change. Like you just kicked it, and he was like, "Oh, well, that was a goal. You rock it. It was a rocket." It was always <laughs> you tell me <clears throat> defenders uh, always kick the ball over the goal in the penalties, yep. and I'm like, "You were a defender. Well, you kicked so it so." Yeah, but yeah, uh, no, you were good. But uh, all right, we can argue about that. But Sorry, uh, anyway, right. it was fun. It was a, it was a fun time, and yeah, they fed us and everything. And yeah, man, uh, yeah, just a fun event, dude. Like, not many people get to see that or go to it and watch some old guys play play soccer on the on the pitch at Dick Sporting Goods Park. So right, yeah, awesome, so right? Yeah, it was awesome. So sorry, we just had to bring this up and give props to who uh, deserves the prop. So. Thank you. And, but yeah, this was uh, the Friday before the Rapids went to beat Minnesota 3 to 1. I mean, we've been talking about how this game went. Um, so, I, obviously, there's a lot more to talk about. And um, I think that if you'd like to write to us questions, if you have any uh, comments that you'd like to add, please write to us at Rapids Rant. Yeah, at Rapids Rant, go on Twitter at Rapids Rant, and you can. Yeah, our DMs are open. <laughs> Any suggestions <laughs> for the show? You want to make fun of us? That's fine too. Uh, I just usually laugh at those. So, or right, we'll see if I get a, if I can think of a snarky comeback without making anybody too angry. Because you know we can't. We gotta be a little serious uh, on Twitter. We can't just. Be, I try to joke around though. Like, you know, it's a game. People take it. People take this game very seriously because money is involved usually. Uh, yeah. But. And that's how with all, with all sports, like it's just a game, bro. Like, the, you know, I got some Broncos players living in my apartment building, and you know, I never bring up like <laughs> where we lost or we win. We're just having fun. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, like it's just a game. It's just a game, people. So, like, yeah. right, and by the Let's way, enjoy it. it's also more enjoyable when the Rapids are winning. Now, you know, first thing, like, Kibeto, nobody wants to hear about time that you know you were off the air for five hours and you lost the money because you don't like if somebody brings it up you're gonna be like why do you even know about that <laughs> exactly. So, exactly i'll give you a true story i'll give you a true story so we're doing an event and this is when i was in charge of the business station and this guy comes up to me with like a notepad and i'm like oh, all right all right how you doing sir how you doing he's like you're in charge <laughs> of the business station i'm like uh yeah i do programming a little bit for the business station he's like Forty-seven in every morning, you guys are off the air for a minute and thirty seconds. And I'm like, really, <laughs> really? He's like, you guys are having static, and it's horrible at two thirty-seven in the morning. And I'm like, I wrote this down because I'm like, I want to look at, I want to, I genuinely want to look into it. Why there's a problem at two thirty-seven in the morning? Like I, 
I'm the one that looks over the logs. I'm the one that looks over the programming part. Like it's my responsibility. So, so he was like, is there an engineer? <laughs> and uh, our chief engineer just happened to be across the little, um, uh, like a little conference room area for a big event that were happening. And I'm like, I couldn't resist because he kept asking me like, 2.37 in the morning, 2.37 in the morning. I'm like, see that guy right there? That guy is the chief engineer. You should go ask that guy. <laughs> by, <laughs> by, by the way, rest, rest in peace, Cliff Mickelson. Cliff Mickelson we love you. Mick, man, the Mick. Yeah. Uh, dang he it. was dang the best. It. He was the best. I don't wanna, why are you going to make me start crying? I no, I'm Mick. sorry. But I just wanted to bring then, it up. Uh, we could do inappropriate jokes for 20 minutes on the Mick, but uh, <laughs> we're not going to go there today. So, uh, you know, that last... I'm saying, like, you know, why are you going up to the guy? Like, you know, they don't want, if I would go up to you guys at wherever you work and be like, how'd you mess that up? What, what happened? How'd you mess that up? What, what, yeah. what happened? What happened? Oh, what, well, you know, but that's why. Performance review, performance review, we're going to remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but that's why here at Rapids Run, I think we specif- specify the fact that we're not experts. We are just rapid supporters yeah. who love the team, who love the game. We don't know it all. We obviously need to learn a lot more, but we yeah. just like to enjoy the game together with you. So that's why we talk about and we try to break the game down as much as we can up to what are the limits of our knowledge, uh, which we're working on, obviously. And we hope uh, you enjoy it with this mildly entertaining content. Thank you. Thank you, Tibeto. I've been told I'm mildly entertaining. Uh, that, is a jo- that is an inside joke, and I know that it's not going to make sense to some listeners, but maybe they understand that I'm mildly entertaining. Although it was like I used to say, uh, I used to say this joke, and obviously I can't do it anymore. Although he's a free man, uh, and I would say when Bill Cosby would come to town, like I did, he was a you know traveling and doing a comedy, I would beg my parents, like, why can't we go see Bill Cosby? He's a Cosby show. They're like, no, 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 no. And I didn't know. But uh, the the we don't really cuss. We don't really cuss on the show. We try to make it a family program. But if there were to be a, if I'm Cliff Huxtable on Rapid Rant, uh, sometimes I'm Bill. C- now that sounds bad. I can't, shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, our, my explicit content is not is is, is more interesting. I would say it made me. I, I don't know. I uh, I try not to cuss on this show uh, because I don't think it sounds good. I, I recently I've working in radio for so long, and you know you know they can't even curse word unless your name is. You know, I don't know, Michael Savage or like, uh, what was the guy? He got, he said the F word. Like, there, there's been guys that he flipped through the goalie. Oh, I know what. Dennis Miller. We had to have a guy sit and listen to the Dennis Miller show in case there were cuss words, and that 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 yeah. sucked. But uh, yeah. So, but anyway, but uh, it, it's my point is yeah. a well placed cuss word is can make a difference, but not on this family content. But if you were to get me outside in in the real world. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a I'll give you a bad word every now and again on something that I saw. Like the, uh, I wish people would ask me about when the interpreter got fired because that that was really one of the more memorable uh, moments on the season. But Kiberto, uh, let's bring it back and rein it in a little bit. Uh, who did you think was going to take the penalty kick? And if you was Corbassett, you were number one. Actually, no. I honestly thought that either it was going to be Michael Barrios or Jack Price. Yeah, um, you know, since he's our like set piece uh, uh, taker, uh, yeah. but I'm glad that Cole Bassett got to take that penalty kick because uh, I think that helped his confidence. He went in there and he sh- and he put it right. And by the way, on the left side of the goalie on the corner, and if you hit the side netting on a goal, you always say the the goalie had no chance if you hit the side netting. And he Cole Bassett went up there and he just took it. And um, and by the way, that, that probably increased his confidence and it increased uh, a lot of people's confidence in him but I, but I still say he was playing so much and he had the responsibility of the whole team on his shoulders for all of august and you know what he could he carried our team you know through the unbeaten streak when we didn't have uh, k and uh uh excuse me uh Kellen acosta who uh got some big minutes last uh the second usa match and the third match is actually today if you're listening to this on Wednesday, October 13th, uh, U.S. plays at 5 p.m. and uh, Mexico plays, I think, a little bit after that. Uh, but, yeah, Cole Bassett, dude, I, I was glad for him. He actually played off better. He had another chance that he he tried to chip the goalie, but it just went over over the bar, and he could have had another goal. He could have had two goals in this match, and 
the Rapids, dude, once we started that counterattack, Minnesota didn't know what to do at all. So, uh, yeah, Cole Bassett got that penalty. Uh, it restored confidence in everybody. Michael Barrios had the little, like, tap-in, basically. And then he got free again. Michael Barrios got free right. again for Lucas Estevez's first goal. By the way, you season. you called that goal that day, so yes, congratulations. Thank you, buddy. I, I just said that, like, Lucas Estimate, he's trying to get more involved in the team. Like, he's beginning. Yeah. I, I think, I don't want to say frustrated. I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't want to put, like, actions or make you watch the team differently. But it seemed like he was getting a little frustrated, uh, you know, with the with the other players. Not uh, You know, it's just getting well, used to new teammates, right? So, yeah, yeah, he's getting used to new teammates. And also he brings this... Uh, uh, a different uh, mentality of how he's used to playing in Brazil. So that also adds to the team because he's uh, him coming in from a different country or a different style of play also expands the perspective of the game to the Rapids. Mm -hmm. So maybe they don't, sometimes he's going to make a run that they don't know he's going to make. So that's a good thing because now he's telling yeah. them just keep an eye out for me because this is what I bring to the team. So if I get frustrated, it's because maybe you didn't, you weren't, you didn't see this uh, run for me, or you didn't expect it, but expect it from me, and that's a good thing, right? Just in time too, before the playoffs. And yeah, because uh, we're all we're building to get there, and we still we still have a couple weeks with a couple matches, and I keep saying that, but uh, it looks like our quote unquote B team, our A A A A A minus team. I don't want to call them <laughs> A minus. Just regular A team or just regular second team, you know, it kind of is fluid. And Jonathan yep. Lewis will get loose. And we still, like, that dude's a national team player that he didn't make it uh, for these qualifying matches, but he's been on the national team and he, right. he has a good run. And man, I just am excited for the Rapids because we have put together these things. And I think we could beat any team uh, if, we, if we have the right circumstances. And. It looks like the Rapids, I just feel good, man. I just feel good going into the playoffs and we're beating the teams we're supposed to. And obviously that Seattle loss, like we just have a crappy day uh, once in a while and it just happened in Seattle. And by the way, we still had chances in Seattle. Like right. we got shut out, but we still had chances. And by the way, the Rapids, we lead the league in, sh in, in, sh in clean sheets. Uh, Jack Price, I think he is tied for the most assists in a season for a for a, a rapid ever so the next one will break the record uh with jack price hopefully it comes on a corner kick uh that'll be perfect that'll be a perfect uh way to memori memorialize the season if he gets that assist record since we're so good on set pieces and corner kicks in particular so uh yeah man i just watching this rapids team has been a really really fun year for me and uh hopefully for you too caberto and we still we're not done yet we still Definitely. have at least six matches uh, plus a playoff game, so seven more, and uh, yeah, we'll be here at Rapid Rant to break it all down. So the Rapids win, three to one, a man down. Uh, looks like we're not going to have Danny Wilson for the game against Salt Lake. Uh, some people, some angry people on Facebook would say that's okay. Not me. I, I like Danny Wilson, uh, but we'll give somebody else a chance, and maybe Drew Moore will make a start. And watching him uh, organize the back line is just—he comes in and he's like, "Come on, boy!" Like he gets him. He he brings like intangibles. Yeah, he, brings, he brings the intangibles. He brings the, yeah. the leadership and the 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 player coach mentality, right? Like, is that yes. is that fair to say? It is fair to say. I agree completely. Um, and I, I like that we have this uh, uh, ability or this these options to, and we think about who's going to play. Uh, not wondering with doubt, but wondering to, you know, because we do have players that can fill yeah. in that gap. So that's a good thing. Um, so hey, I, speaking of options, Caberta, Rapid Rants yes. brought to you by Garibaldi's Mexican Pistro on Broadway and Floyd. And if you want to talk about options, you're going to go in there. You're going to say, huh, do I, am I just stopping quickly for a handheld burrito and I'll take it on my way? You can do that. Are you going to go in there and eat and maybe watch some soccer and enjoy some uh, nice music? You can do that. And if you do that, then you can have options on the menu, like the Aztec menu or the regular traditional Mexican fare that you would say, although you could say Aztec is more traditional, but you know, whatever. If you get the Nepales, if you get the green chili, if you get anything there, I, I would say Garibaldi's Broadway and Floyd, you can find it on Yelp and you can get it delivered. You can go pick it up anything you want uh yeah so there's garibaldi's mexican bistro if you want options 
Either Baldi's. That's right. And probably the best option of Mexican food in Colorado. So, uh, yeah, please visit them. Garibaldi Mexican Bistro on Facebook. Find them on DoorDash or Grubhub. Or call them. Pick up your order. Um, there's The seasons of Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming up. And I'm yeah. getting ahead, but they usually have these orders that you can uh, put in if you don't want to cook for your family for these feasts. So they can do it for you. So uh, anyway, so thank you, Garibaldi Mexican Bistro, for making Rapids Rant happen. I give you a little Mexican mating call there earlier in the show, even though cause I, sometimes I just get too excited. They got to do the Mexican mating call, uh, and Garibaldi makes me that excited. Is that weird? No, 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 no. We got no, a lot no. of, we got a lot of interesting. I mean, we're not blue. We're not going blue here all the way. But when I get excited, I think of Garibaldi's Mexican Bistro. Thank you. That's right. That's right. All right, we had to let that. We had to let that simmer. Kiberto, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I just wanted to say because we didn't actually announce the segment, but uh, how's the defense? How's the defense? Don, I think the defense is solid. But I do have a few points that can help, maybe. And these, this probably could fit into Kip Berto coaches the coaches, but okay. just specifically on the specifically the on the double defense. Double segment. The double um, segment. If you want me to say the whole thing, I'll I'll do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But so I'll start with the defense. The defense. Um, we can definitely start games better. Um, for the past, I don't know, three weeks, we've seen our defense uh, slack a little bit in the beginning of the games. First 10 minutes have not been the best for us. Uh, as we saw in this past game, uh, the game that Minnesota scored on us in the eighth minute was not uh, something that it wasn't unstoppable. It just yeah. happened to slip through the legs of uh, trusty and mm. it's not just his two fault. Makes. Oh, yeah, two two. Makes. Yeah. Right. And it's just, they were not ready for it. Uh, maybe, you know, they were waiting this, um, you know, the, the engines were starting up, but we got to start games with the engines on already. So that's something that needs to happen also. You know, I, I've been noticing this and, and maybe, uh, you know, we, we've, we've, we're getting a little better, obviously, but we can't, cannot entertain the ball in our third obviously we saw uh, consequences of this with uh, the, the first goal for, by Seattle against us when Rosenberry mm-hmm. entertained the ball and it just he just couldn't clear the ball so anyway uh, this is something that we need to f- fix but also we do still need to keep being aggressive but be aggressive and be wise at the same time so uh, we we're coming to a point where we can't risk uh, getting more red cards and that's okay. Like I said, uh, Danny Wilson did what he needed to do, what he was supposed to do. And that's okay. But we're getting to this uh, point where um, we need to just like, uh, and I'm going to do an illustration here, Don, where uh, sometimes, you know, I mean, we need to ask ourselves, why do we need to cuss? Uh, do we need to cuss? Or can we express this better? So just like yes. that, how can we defend better without having to commit a foul? And that is possible. So that is uh, my point of view on how the defense is looking like. I mean, overall, it's looking really good, very solid. We are obviously up in the clean sheets uh, mm-hmm. in the whole league. So that's really good. But obviously, there needs to be uh, a few tweaks here and there as we get, uh, go into playoff mode. What do you think, Don? Um, I was, I was, I was actually just thinking about this watching Mexico highlights because of Ochoa uh, on the Mexican national team, and he's the man. And uh, I, I would say that I've actually seen him play as goalie uh, for number one more than I would say anybody. Like I've seen Tim Howard. Obviously, Tim Howard played here, uh, but I think Ochoa is the best goalkeeper I've ever seen, and uh, I see, I see a lot of. I don't know if necessarily him because he doesn't uh, uh, Yarbrough doesn't command like you know yelling at everybody and freaking out like Ochoa does Ochoa he's probably I would say the best player on Mexico uh, outside of Chicharito we saw Chicharito but anyway uh, I'm not too impressed by him uh, but I would say Yarbrough <laughs> and I don't know why people are saying this more he's, he should win goalkeeper of the year award in my mind like he's been 
it for the Rapids. And obviously, yep. uh, the one match that he didn't play, <laughs> the Rapids lost three to zero. Yep. And uh, no hate on Irwin. That that one goal was soft, but I, I like Irwin. Clint Irwin is the yeah. man. Uh, yeah. I, I love watching him, and it's just Yarbrough is just better. Yarbrough is just better, better, and I hope he stays healthy for uh, the playoff run. And I would say, look, uh, yeah, yeah, Yarbrough. I would say Yarbrough goalkeeper of the year for what I watch, but I am definitely biased. Uh, but I would say this, Ochoa. I've seen people run on the field to get. More pictures with that guy <laughs> than anybody than any other Mexican player, including Chicharito. Uh, right. By the way, you do that, you do that, you get to visit Commerce City Jail, just to let you know. So, so don't never do, do that. People. Don't do right. it. We're on the field. You're not gonna. You might get a hug, but is that really gonna be worth it to hang out in the Commerce City Police Department for maybe a night, maybe an hour? But and also, you kicked out of Dick Sporting Goods Park. Uh, I think a lifetime ban, or at least yep. for a while. I don't know if they send those. Uh, I know they've sent one. Uh, good job, Teddy. You're the man. Um, uh, yeah, so right. I would say watching goalkeeper play, not that I know what I'm talking about, but Yarborough is, uh, I would say, the best goalkeeper uh, Yeah, of the year, I mean, of the year in MLS. Yeah. Of course. Oh. I agree. Uh, 100%. Obviously, 100% biased, but I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think that uh, as – and I just – if you're okay with me uh, hijacking this segment, Don – Yes, uh, no, just good. to add add this Coberto uh, coaches the coaches. Um, <laughs> obviously, I want to take advantage of this opportunity to uh, point out the confidence in this team uh, by going forward while we were down, and obviously making a reference to this past game. And I mentioned that we didn't park the bus. We definitely took advantage of these counterattacks, and and you can see the confidence in Barrio's goal uh, when yeah. he just tapped it in. Not as an insult, but as a signal of confidence and tranquil- tranquility to the whole, the rest of the team. So, um, also, I mentioned earlier that yes, we've been using different formations, and this, and that has helped us out in this last game where we were able to adapt to the situation and not just adapt to it, but conquer it. Mm-hmm. Also, Kibeto. just yes, yes. No, I'm just excited. I'm just like Peter Kibeto. Hey, yeah, right, yeah. So, so um, you know, an, another point. Something else that I do want to point of uh, is that, uh, or point out is that, it, it's time to finish. It's time to finish every single opportunity we get, uh, every time that we have the chance, because uh, this is the time. This is the moment where we need to tune our finishing, because playoffs will are unforgiving. Um, and we not just got to start better, we got to finish every time we have a chance, or at least put it on frame. Um, so, and from now on, obviously starting in October, which we didn't start out the best, but we got to think of every game from now on as an em- elimination playoff match. We have to think of it this way because if we don't, if we don't have consequences, if that doesn't push us to be better or to level up our game then we are going to be going to the playoffs being confident and we cannot we cannot fall into this um not just confident but comfortable is what i meant uh comfortable mentality where we're just we think we got the game in the bag because games are not won on paper and we have the potential we have the players we have the team to make it all the way i i honestly think we do so that is coach uh, frazier please keep doing what you're doing we know we've yeah. had some bumps in the on the road, but we, I mean, we're doing really good for what we've we're used to. So, please keep going. We got your back. Yeah, Cuberto, uh, I totally agree. Thank you for hyping me up. <clears throat> Hopefully, uh, Coach Frazier. Uh, I don't I don't think they listen to us, but I know somebody <laughs> over there listens to us because they 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 make jokes on the but anyway, they hear us. They know what to do. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for Coach Frazier and the end of this run. And, Kiberto, since we're talking about the playoffs, let's go to table talk, of course. And thank you for that uplifting segment that you just did because it makes me uh, excited to be a Rapids <laughs> fan. And just, Heck like, yeah. dude, we have good guys. We have good guys. We have good coaches. We have good guys. And uh, the team, you know, no matter what, and this is true for any business, uh, your employees will take advantage. Uh, advantage they will notice your leadership style and they will take traits from that leadership style and you know it just it's just what happens like we were 
you know, obviously, uh, you know, the, the, the business is a sum of the parts, right? So you take your leadership and ne ne not necessarily because you want to, but you just, you just learn from your leaders. And that's like, you know, you know how they want things done and it's just the traits in there. Uh, knowledge of what happens like you just kind of mold to them and that's you know and we have good guys and we're smart and we're making great tactics and obviously coach frazier like we talked about in the past couple of weeks has mm -hmm. the best start for any coach in rapids history let me repeat that coach frazier has the best start for any coach in rapids history so a i wanted to keep going and b let's keep him happy let's keep him here we have a good coach Coach Chivas USA, one day we're going to talk to him about that. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you know, it was a short-lived uh, franchise, and now they have another LA team that we beat too. Uh, but uh, let's just let's just keep this good feeling, Rapids fans, and we have a good thing going right now. We're one of the founding teams in the league. We won an MLS Cup. Hopefully we can get another one. Uh, I did talk to the PR guys and say, you know, we need to put this – like championship thing somewhere where people can take pictures with us. And he's like, that's a good idea. So anyway, so hopefully there was that, like, let's get somewhere where we could take pictures and the Pablo Mastroeni number two, 25. That'd be a cool, like we got to get pictures of that, you know, where they're going to put it in the stadium or whatever. So let's just go there. But um, yeah, let's talk about, we were talking about the playoffs. So let's talk about playoff positioning and table talk. And I will start with the East. Uh, New England has clinched the playoff spot. They haven't clinched the supporter shield. Uh, they have clinched the number one seed, though, so there is that. Uh, they've clinched right. the number one seed in the East. Sorry, I was getting a phone call. So uh, Nashville, they have 60, excuse wow. me, New England has 65 points, 11, 1, and 2. They've only lost one season, one game all season at uh, in uh, uh, Foxborough, what's it called, Gillette Stadium. Right. And so, yeah, New England's running away with wow. it. They're going to have a supporter shield, but... Uh, supporter shield doesn't necessarily win the mls cup and yes right. they run away with the league uh the supporter shield but the eastern conference is i would say not as good as the western conference top to bottom obviously true. so because i think uh out of the top five, uh four teams it's three from the west and one from the east so uh, okay so New England, 65 points. Nashville, 18 points back with 47. Oof. They're still undefeated at home, too, so that, that'll be something to watch for the right. playoffs. Will, they, will Gary Smith's uh, team lose their first game in Nashville? Uh, 47 points. Philadelphia is still right on their heels. So Nashville, not necessarily guaranteed number two. And uh, Philadelphia, 45 points. They were going down, and they, they, uh, they were close this weekend. Uh, let me just make sure they – yeah, they won. They beat Cincinnati two to one, and they were a man down too. So there's two kind of really interesting games. But Cincinnati, you know, they're just having a tough one. They don't have a coach. They're they're still doing that. Hopefully, I will say it again. Paul Pablo Mastroeni up and get him down there because I don't want him to be in Salt Lake. But Salt Lake doesn't even have an owner right now. By the way, do you think the new owner comes in and changes the team name? I doubt it. I mean, at least for the first couple of years. I, I just I like starting uh, stuff. I like starting stuff. Right I would, you know, I, I, he, they need to change the name. I mean, yeah, keep obviously Salt Lake has to be there, the name uh, in the name, but call them something else. You guys, you don't, know they're they're yeah. a second team. They're like B team or whatever. They call themselves the Monarchs, and I'm like Monarchs. Uh, why don't you? I mean, it's a bit presumptuous. I just whatever. Dude. You took over the land from the natives and uh, whatever. So anyway. Uh, we don't want to talk about that. That's politics uh, thing. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So, sometimes I make Quebec to laugh at those, but that one didn't work. Okay, that's okay. Not all jokes have to work. <laughs> there you people. go. You got to know your audience. You got to know right. your audience. All right. So Philadelphia, forty-five points in fourth place. Oscar Pereira's men are still holding on to that home playoff spot with forty-two. Uh, Orlando, forty-two, fourth place. DC United, mm. man. So this is where it gets interesting. Five through eight. Oh, wow. 40 points, 40 points, 40 points. D.C. United, New York City FC, and Montreal Impact, they all have 40 points. That's just inside the playoff position, just outside in eighth place. Atlanta, 39 points. New York Red Bull, 37 points. They could actually get in the playoffs uh, positions right. at the end of the week. And then Columbus, the champs are hanging on 34 points in 10th place in Inter-Miami uh, Inter Miami Vice, as I call them, 32 yeah. points. They're right on the frame. And by the way, not 
the only team that's been eliminated from playoff position is the Cincinnati FC Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, anyway, uh, they're the Lions <laughs> or something, though, right? What are they? They're just whatever they are. Although I'm just yeah. glad they put United in their name because Cincinnati United, that's a lot of syllables. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so and, and we'll get to the matchups to watch this weekend, but that Easter Conference, there's gonna, there could be a lot of fluidity between those teams. And, uh, yeah. you know, New York City FC or DC United, they could get into playoff uh, hosting position or they could be out of playoff even making the playoffs by the end of this week. So there's the Eastern Conference. Uh, like I said, Cincinnati, the only team to be eliminated. They have 20 points. Toronto FC, you have to go on a six-game winning streak starting today, <laughs> starting this weekend, <laughs> if you have a chance to make it. Uh, good luck, Toronto, from where you started, actually, this year, and that extended, extended road trip. Uh, right. I mean, I guess they could still make the playoffs, but it's not looking very likely. They are 2-11-2 on the road road so they've lost 11 times on the road uh uh yeah probably the worst road record in the league let me let me see yep uh yep yeah. definitely the worst mm, worst road yeah. record in the league mm. although yeah toronto oh austin i guess they haven't played as many road games they are 210 and 2 so they've lost 10 times at home but uh and cincinnati they 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 haven't lost they've only lost 9 times uh, oh wait no 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 cincinnati's lost 7 times at home uh all right we're just getting into it but i'm i'm still worried i'm worried about that usa mexico game cuz Cincinnati, the home team never wins there, so a little worried, but whatever. Uh, we'll talk more trash about that when that comes up on November 12th. Right. Uh, by the way, we're we watching that game together. I need a full well, commitment on the podcast. Let's, let's figure <laughs> that out. Let, let me think about uh, fine, it. Fine, we need fine, to check fine. schedules and everything. <laughs> let's do Western Conference. Let's go to the Western Conference. And okay. Seattle has clinched a playoff spot uh, 57 points. They aren't running away with it. They got a little separation in the last couple weeks. Uh, Seattle's in the playoffs, 57 points. Uh, Kansas City, number two, 52 points. Uh, Rapids, number three, 51. Portland, five points back from the Rapids, 46. They've created a little distance between themselves and Salt Lake City, who's fifth place, 39. LA Galaxy has 39. And Minnesota, they were very sad this week after what happened and all their all of their fans should be in mourning because you guys are on the fringe of the playoffs now, but they might get another chance. They might get another chance uh, at the Rapids. They have 38 points. Vancouver playing a big match this Saturday, 37 points, just on the outside of the playoffs in eighth place. LAFC right behind them, 34. Uh, San Jose Earthquake still have a chance, 33 points. They're not out of it at all. Uh, and then Dallas, 20, 28. Houston 27 and the tree. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the Texas triangle in the bottom of the Western conference, Austin, 25 points. Like I said, nobody's out of it in the West, uh, but Austin, Houston and Dallas got some work to do if they want to be in the playoffs. So yeah, Quebec, right. there's your table talk and let's go over the scores from last weekend. There wasn't actually that much MLS action because of the international break. Uh, so Saturday night, uh, New York shut out Miami 1-0. Philadelphia, like we said, we're down 10 men. They still beat Cincinnati, though, in Cincinnati mm-hmm. 2-1. So there was that. Uh, Whitecaps <laughs> did not do us a favor. They didn't do anybody favors. They lost to Seattle 4-1 in Seattle. And then on Sunday, the only match, and it was supposed to be on national TV, but that didn't work out for some reason. Although I'm glad it wasn't on national TV because if – other MLS coaches would see this tape because I feel like they're not watching all the tapes, all right? They don't, we don't want to see our attack, like how we handled it. They might look at the game story, but Colorado 3, Minnesota 1, that was the only game on Sunday. Uh, it was not on national TV. I wish it was. That would have been much better right. uh, to see the Rapids come back like that. So that, that was your scoreboard from last weekend. Right. Uh, and let's look at the matchups to watch. For this weekend, Kiberto, uh, and I got—I I made a—I made a plan for MLS action that you can watch soccer all day, and the games to watch. Now, first of all, we want to watch uh, San Jose at LA on Saturday. That's going to be the national TV game, and it's going to be on Twitter and Univision. So there's that. You can watch that. That's at 1:30 Saturday, October 16th. Get in here, get your chores done there in the morning. And then by noon, by one o'clock Mountain Time, you're ready to watch uh, some MLS soccer. So one thirty, that's, right. that's on Twitter. Go ahead, buddy. No, that's true. Oh, that's in, right. Okay, I agree. So yeah, so San Jose <laughs> in tenth place. They're going to LA at the Bank of California, Landon Donovan Statue Stadium. 
and that's a national TV game. Then you're done there, maybe do, uh, you know, go out, get some food, get ready for dinner time. About five o'clock down get time. Get Garibaldi's. Gotta, yeah, Garibaldi's. Get yourself some Garibaldi's Mexican food and get home. <laughs> so you got to go fast, though, because at 5 p.m., you have uh, second in the East versus fifth in the East, Nashville at D.C. United. Oh. Uh, you can watch some playoff positioning. Can D.C. United uh, get up there? Because, like I said, uh, fifth through fifth, sixth, and seventh in the East all have 40 points, so they they could drop out of the playoffs. So that'll be an interesting. That's a mm. that's a playoff matchup for yourself. So and then after the Rapids, Rapids started at 7:30. So after the Rapids, if you still are jonesing for some more soccer, you can definitely watch the second half of the fourth place in the West Timbers versus the sixth at the sixth place in the West Los Angeles Galaxy. And uh, Rapids has been third place all year, so we want to look at that sixth place team. We want to look at that sixth place team because that is the if we if if standings hold true, right. we're going to be playing the six. We're going to be hosting the sixth place team at right. Sporting Goods uh, the second week of November. So, so that will be behoove us to watch the you know sixth place Galaxy at this moment and the Timbers on Saturday. And the Timbers they're still on a tear, man. They got a week off, so hopefully that cools them off a little bit. But I hope so. We'll see. So there's your Saturday after the rap, rap, Rapids take home the cup, and we're all getting crazy and. I go on the roof of my building and, and shake up beers and shoot them over the side because I'm so excited. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> get on the top rope and I just shoot beer at people. By the way, that's got to be lovely smell for when you're wrestling the other guy. Like you just right. shoot beer all over yourself and like automatically. Anyway, uh, it's, for, it's for the show. You got to get over. You got to get of over. Course. So okay, Sunday. Now this is what you got. We got a we got an early game. You're gonna have some time on Sunday, right? Sunday, eleven. Wake up. You go to church, you do whatever you do, you do your chores, you do your Sunday chores, and maybe you teach some kids something, maybe you're like getting your exercises in, and then you got to get home, 11 a.m., ESPN National, it's the Hudson River Derby, right? Is that what it is? Yes, that is what it's called. Okay, so the Hudson River Derby, and that's the Red Bull versus the City, uh, I would say, City City FC goes to Red Bull, whatever that means, because they're from the same place, although the City, I swear they play more games uh, more matches in uh, in Red Bull Arena, but whatever. So, right. <laughs> uh, so there's like two home teams, but they'll both be there. 11 a.m. New York City FC at Red Bull, and then I'm definitely gonna be watching this match at 8 p.m. Sunday night. 8 yes. p.m. Mountain Time Sunday night. Uh, Come on, Whitecaps! You heard just said at the Whitecaps, and Whitecaps, we're gonna be rooting for you, uh, although not too hard because we don't want to play you in the playoffs. But we just want you to beat Kansas City. If you could just do us a favor and yeah. beat. Kansas City. <laughs> that yeah. would be nice. So there's your MLS schedule for this weekend in the eyes of Don Pablo, and you can get your maximum entertainment. Obviously, there might be, you know, a team that match that's pretty close, but, uh, you know, whatever. So I'm just giving you, if you want to watch Toronto Atlanta, I'm not going to be mad, but why would you want to watch Toronto Atlanta? <laughs> that's a good question, Don. <laughs> I, I want to I point out a few details before we uh, we're coming up to the end of the show today, but uh so colorado at salt lake uh richard fleming tweeted out that this past sunday's game was the rapids 299th regular season win when we win this saturday at fake salt lake it'll be the rapids 300th win and not only that but we also can clinch the playoffs and we can of of course get the uh win the rock or keep the rocky mountain cup so I think mm-hmm. there's pl- a lot to watch or to look out for. Uh, obviously, Fix Salt Lake doesn't have a coach. They have an interim Pablo Mastrani coach. And uh, Crylock is going to cry. He's he's kind <laughs> of uh, still scoring some goals. So just shut him out. Shut him down. But I think that um, it's going to be a very, a very intense weekend for us. That's why I think we need Acosta and K uh, in the midfield because we got to yep. shut down Krylock. Abubakar, I believe, will be starting. Uh, hopefully, Yarborough is fully fit. Uh, I think he is. I think he just had a little knock on his on his knee or his ankle, one yep. of those. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, yeah, and they'll be better. Uh, I, I, we'll just go over, obviously, July 24th, it was 3-0 uh, Salt Lake, and mm. everybody's in a bad mood that day until the next match, and we went on an unbeaten streak. <laughs> And right. uh, in, in that unbeaten streak, August 21st in Colorado at the DSG, it was 2-1 to one Colorado. So we came back in that game and we handled business. And I think that the way things are going, man, I'm excited. I think the players are going to be really up because this is our first uh, silverware 
match of the season, right? Like right. not really a hat and t-shirt match, but it's more like a, let's get this going. We'll put this yep. in the back in the cupboard for a little bit. The PR guys got to hang out with the trophy and figure out what to do with it. Uh, but Kiberto, yeah. So, I mean, do you have a picture of yourself with the Rocky Mountain Cup? I do actually. I don't want to recall that night, but and and I just want to say that I do you remember Jaime Castrillon? Yeah, yeah. So I actually, uh, you know, I expressed my gratitude to him. Uh, He was at the at the what it was called back then, the cantina. Because uh, we used to take pictures oh, with them, yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. So I, I do have a picture of myself with the cup. How, what about you, Don? I do. We, I got it at the. Uh, we they used to do the preseason matches, and when they had the MLS Cup, obviously I got myself a picture yeah. of that. But the Rocky Mountain Cup was there as well, and uh, you know I get two for one, and I want to, I want to have nice. another one because uh, I've lost some weight, and in my opinion, I look better. So if we could win the cup again, right, and also my life's opinion, let's be very clear which is the most more important opinion. Uh, I do want to get a picture of myself with the cup. So if that, if we can make that happen, that would be fun. When that uh, happens, we will get a back. picture with yeah, the when cup. That happens, it'll be, uh, but I want to get another MLS cup picture too. So, you know, that'll be, that'll be interesting. But uh, I, the, yeah, they let supporters, it's like the supporters cup. So they let the supporters yeah. mess around with it a little bit, right? We, we are missing a picture with the Eastern Conference Championship 2010, yes. by the we, way. Uh, so we yeah, need, we one, need of one of those. We definitely yeah. need one of those. Eastern <laughs> Conference Champs 2010, right? No are we forget. the only team that has won the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference? Uh, probably. Probably not. But uh, right? Good question. We got to research. Dallas could. What other teams could? Like Dallas could, Chicago could. Yeah, because some teams have been in both uh, lead, uh, both conferences but i don't think any team is i have to go look but i don't think any team has won both eastern conference and a western conference because we obviously went to the mls cup i don't know if there was a western conference back then though you know what i'm saying so maybe we haven't even won the western conference uh championship but but also anyway so so there you go but uh that the playoffs are so far away let's talk about the Salt Lake match, and I, I'm just hyped up, Kiberto, like the way our season's been going, and now we have this big, like you said, every match from now on for, for a lot of teams is a playoff match because yes. we don't know if we're making a tournament at the end. The tournament at the end, obviously, where the money's made, the playoff games are extra matches for the ownership, extra matches for the players. They get an extra paycheck. They get, uh, you know, there you, get go. The playoff, uh, you know, your playoff, like, hype, your playoff, like, show offness like you're not making plans for that weekend you're making plans right. to stay around because you want to win and go on in the tournament so uh yeah dude i think this is the first step uh on the playoff situation and it's uh like we say it's a it's a marathon not a sprint but now it's time the end the end line is in sight yes and the rapids can do it and if we can counterattack uh as well with the man down Let's just keep that feeling going, you guys. Let's just keep the, the playoffs and everything in mind. And we have these expectations. And maybe every time we win like this, our expectations get a little bigger. Our eyes get a little wider. You know what I'm saying? Like That's right. But I don't think our eyes are too big for our stomachs or, you know, to stomach the trophies that we're looking at maybe acquiring by the end of the season. And giving Coach Frazier, who has the best start in Rapids history. Let me repeat that again. Coach Frazier, the best – Start in Rapids history, maybe the best coach we've ever had. No offense to Pablo Mastrani, no offense to Gary Smith, Mooch, Myronick, anybody. Like, uh, we, uh, or Preha. Preha's done good uh, managing FC Dallas for a couple of years that he did, but let's just keep this feeling going. Let's be nice to Frazier. Let's give him what he wants. Uh, we need to keep sharp, by the way, because that guy is the man. So, yeah, so uh, I would say good job uh, to Patty Smith and all those guys, and they're just handling business down there. Uh, at Dick Sporting Goods Park on on one victory way. So, yeah, man, let's go. We we got a road game in Salt Lake for the people that are going down there. Be careful. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll get in with the ultras. I don't know why they got to be knuckleheads because usually the people in Salt Lake are cool, man. Everybody I've met is cool. Just don't try to break in to the uh, temple down there. Just stay away from the temple. Everywhere else is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be good to go, right, Kibeto? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I don't know how the how the scenario has changed over there. Maybe they've they've toned it down a little. Maybe they yeah. realize they're not in Europe, 
So, uh, <laughs> and maybe they realize, you know, hey, uh, this doesn't fit us. You know, trying to be all quote unquote tough and be having the cleanest city in the probably in the nation. Right? So. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, uh, uh, just be careful. Come on, uh, C38. Just uh, enjoy the game. Uh, hopefully, you'll be celebrating a uh, Rapids victory on Saturday night. So, just, uh, you know, there's a lot to hope for, a lot to watch, and a lot to root for. All right, buddy. Gilberto, I want to say thanks for being on the show today. Rapids rant. Uh, it's week 31 on the season. and got the, in there at the end. Uh, I'm so excited. There's a lot of soccer to watch starting with the end of the international window. That's tonight on the October 13th, if you're listening this to, to this today. Uh, yeah, so we have so much soccer this weekend. And the next weekend, we, so we like I said, next week is Cascadia week. Uh, we play Portland and Seattle, uh, both at home. So, And then the week after that, we have a couple matches. And then what do you know? We're going to be in playoffs. So, oh, man, Rapids, this season's coming down to the wire. We have a couple shows left for you in 2021. I want to say thanks to everybody for listening to Rapid Rant. Go to Rapid Rant Twitter at Rapid Rant. Very easy. Our DMs are open. You can call us. You can make fun of me. I might just laugh at it. Uh, try not to cuss at me too much because I might take that personal, but not really. I, I just joke around. I remember one time we got a guy uh, emailed the radio station because Walmart had ACDC in the in the uh, <laughs> commercial, and, I'm, and we're like. We're not going to tell Walmart what to do, all right? Walmart does whatever they want to do. So, you know, sorry that we'll try not to have ACDC music, even though they're just some Australian guys, like, just chilling around, walking around, just really famous. Like, if you know how much Walmart paid to have this music in their commercial, like, you would probably, you'd probably be like, what? Anyway, uh, I got off track there. But <laughs> let's go, Rapids. We can do this. We can get bring the Rocky Mountain Cup back home. We have to take it there, but we're going to bring it back home. We're gonna put the burgundy and and blue on it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a first step in hopefully many steps on this season. So for Kevberto, I'm Don Pablo. Don't forget to visit Rapid Rant on Twitter uh, at Rapid Rant. Thank you for listening to Rapid Rant, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace, salt, like. Peace.